good news is Cards Cards gave you a bunch of information already, so yes. I don't feel like I have to, you know, do a whole lot of introduction of what we're what we're doing here. Um, but I do have to set up the jingle intro song. I don't know what we're calling it, but when the first <laughs> episode of this show came out months ago, um, <laughs> there was no intro song, and evidently I became tasked with writing an intro song, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which I did, and it has been on the shelf since then. So this will be the debut of the... <laughs> relatively speaking intro song which at the time we all thought was pretty good i have no idea what anyone's gonna think at this point um, i've completely forgotten what it is frankly so yeah so it'll be a surprise for everyone when uh i edit it in right now yay <laughs> what do moms and dads and brothers do sisters cousins and grandmas too when little billy makes it to the show well Relatively speaking, there'd be hugs, high fives, and weeping, but that's just a guess, cause I don't really know, but you know. Birds on the Black brings you all the facts, the secrets and stories behind Big League Glories that only the ones in the know could ever know, relatively speaking. Okay, so this is Relatively Speaking. I'm Tara Wellman with everyone's favorite SEO cards cards from Birds on the Black. And today... That seems we... sarcastic. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> uh, today we're really excited because the point of this show is to give the Birds on the Black community and the Cardinals uh, community at large a different perspective on some of our favorite Cardinals. And perhaps there is no greater favorite Cardinal than the great Red Shandies. And we are very excited to have Mary Gage with us tonight, who, if you are unaware, is the granddaughter of the one and only Red Shandy. So Mary, first of all, thank you for joining us tonight. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. Well, uh, Mary and I actually met through the blogging community years ago, and uh, we both worked for a site called Eris Sports once upon a time, and um, I have to admit, finding out that uh, I was basically working with Cardinals royalty was a pretty big deal um, at the time, and it still continues to be that way. I think, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day, they asked who my favorite legendary Cardinal was, and even sometimes without having a list of reasons that are baseball related, I always say red. And um, I just think, you know, Cards Cards, I was rereading the um, post you put up at Birds on the Black about red and just this idea that like he's the he he's the definition of what a lot of us think about Cardinals baseball. And um, we're we're excited to learn more about him because we all feel so um, sort of connected to him in some weird way. So that was my grand long introduction to the first question, which is simply, <laughs> what was Red like as your grandfather, not as Red the baseball player? I know that's a bold question, yeah. a bit broad. Take it <laughs> wherever you want. <laughs> so he was my only living grandfather, so I really have nothing to compare it to. So everything was normal to me, like... He was just a grandpa. You, you, he came over for holidays. He, um, you know, spent time with you. We went out to dinner. Um, I mean, just did like normal stuff. There was like nothing ever special. And I don't think I realized until I was older, you know, what a big deal he actually was to the Cardinals community. Like when we go out to dinner, whether it be as a family or just me and him, I mean, people will just come up and just want to shake his hand and, um, just, just tell him how much they admired him and loved watching him play back in, in the day and, and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, it was, it was normal for me and I really didn't have anything to compare it to. So just, just my normal grandpa. <laughs> so I, uh, and you, can you tell us your first memory of him? Um, yeah, I guess probably as I kind of mentioned earlier, um, when we were tweeting, um, 
like probably 1990. Um, we, my family lived in Rockford at the time. And so the Cardinals and the Cubs played, and obviously that's like the greatest rivalry ever in baseball history. Um, we were at the game and, um, I, I remember crawling across the dugout to take a picture with them. And then it was really cold. So it must've been early in the season or late in the season, I guess. Um, and I remember just drinking hot chocolate. I couldn't tell you anything about the game, but I just remember being there. <laughs> hot chocolate's an important feature. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I completely accept that. And uh, we, we have the awesome picture of you, I guess, from that experience, right. Yep. Of being on, uh, yeah. on Wrigley field. Um, yeah. And so you talk about you didn't realize like what a big deal he was, but how did how did your parents or or anyone describe him to you like what he does for a living or how do they try to put that in, in context that by the way this person you know as grandpa is also you know this thing to so many other people? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't ever remember like my mom. My mom is his daughter. Um, like saying anything about him maybe he like saying oh yeah he plays you know baseball for the st louis cardinals that's why we're cardinals fans and uh, stuff like that but i don't ever remember like her explaining what a big deal i think i kind of figured that out on my own as i grew up so were you just instantly a baseball fan because it was what you were around or was it you know a thing that you associated with your grandpa but then sort of became by by nature of of who the family is uh, a bit of a baseball fan yourself I think I was always a baseball fan like I don't ever remember watching the Cardinals specifically because of him um, I think we just always had them on or were cheering for them because we were such fans I mean even though he was a part of it did you have favorite players growing up or oh yeah absolutely um David Eckstein is probably one of my all-time <laughs> favorite Cardinals. Love that. And I like <laughs> died when he, they they traded him. I I was so upset. <laughs> well, I was not expecting that. I was expecting to go like way back younger, but no, you were you were pretty <laughs> emotional not that long ago. Where I just keep yeah. getting older. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I him um, Willie McGee was always a favorite of us when we, of ours when we were younger. Um, obviously, Ozzy too. And I guess more recently, like, obviously Matt Carpenter. I mean, got to love that guy. And uh, Matt Adams, I'm so glad that he's back. I was I was kind of sad when they traded him, too. He has two home runs tonight, you know. And you know what? I didn't know. We've been watching um, YouTube <laughs> since I got home. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, breaking good news um, yeah. as far as Matt yeah. Adams is concerned. Okay. Did you ever watch... Yeah. Do you ever watch games with your grandpa? Were there players that he liked to watch or liked to talk about? Or or what was he like <laughs> when he was watching baseball? Um, when we watched baseball together, uh, I mean, he'd be like critiquing pitchers <laughs> and like saying, oh, hey, just just watch this. And in, in two two pitches, he'll get a hit. And I mean, never fails. He was always right. No, wait a minute. Amazing. How old were you when he was doing this to you? Was he was he calling this out to a four-year-old or something like that? I mean, it's been consistently since I've had been growing up i mean just last year he would be doing the same thing really really <laughs> yeah I, i'm just like, trying to picture you like four years old with your hot chocolate and he's like yeah check this out it's gonna be a slider on the outside corner 86 to 88 miles an hour he's gonna take it into right field maybe and you're like i like hot specific. chocolate <laughs> maybe not quite that specific but he's like just watch this guy he's gonna have he's gonna go he's gonna go through a couple at bats and then the third or fourth at bat he's gonna get a hit I always, he, I mean, never fails. He'd be right. That's so fascinating to me because, um, so I work in television in my real life and most people hate watching TV with me because I do that when I'm watching mm -hmm. television and I'll be like, did you see where they cut to that camera where they showed the guy with the thing and it wasn't in focus? And they're like, I don't care. I just want to watch the game. So I, was it, it ever sound pretty awful? It is pretty terrible. It is pretty terrible. Um, I'm, but but was it ever, you know, are you ever like, I know, I know, just watch the game? Or is it yeah. all just such great information? No, it was, it was always <laughs> such great information to hear. I mean, like, he just had such an eye for the game and the players. Like, it's, I mean, no wonder he was in the organization for, I guess, almost, almost 70 years. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think 69 years mm -hmm. out, of, out of 76 or something. Not that yeah. I know more about Red than you do, but... um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that is, that is a literal lifetime 
uh, in yeah. baseball, which is is just incredible. Did he? Uh, did you ever play yourself? Um, I think I played t-ball when I was little. <laughs> I was more of a soccer and volleyball player, though. Okay, so I just didn't know if you know you were another second baseman in the family or anything. <laughs> after that. No, I think t-ball maybe a couple years, and it just it it wasn't for me. <laughs> I imagine so the your, pressure your name... would have been pretty intense. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> your name is Mary. Were you named after your grandma? Yes. Yes, I was. Okay, very cool. Yeah. Um, is this like, is it a family name that others have? Mm-hmm. And by the way, your family, really, so this is, yeah. this is new. Yeah, so one, one of my cousins, um, but she goes by her middle name, and then um, his three daughters are all Mary, and then they all go by their middle name. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit of like a George Foreman thing. I like that. <laughs> so what was their relationship like? Who was, who was, the, uh, who was in charge there? Oh gosh. I mean, I don't know. I mean, they, I mean, all, all of my mom and her siblings get along pretty well. Um, I don't know if anyone was necessarily in charge unless you go by birth order, but, um, <laughs> my mom was, uh, was the third of four. So she was the, she was the youngest daughter. And did anyone else play baseball in the family or, or yeah, his, his um, son, who's the youngest, Kevin, he played, He was a minor leaguer or mm-hmm, something, right? For the Cubs. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I bet that was awkward. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm pretty sure he played before I was even born. So um, I, I don't remember any of that. But I, I just remember thinking when I found out he played for the Cubs, I was like, really? The, the Cardinals didn't want you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can go to our rival. It's cool. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. So um, what are some of your memories as him as a grandpa? Like any, any specific funny stories or just things that he would do with you? I, I want to picture Red Shandy's playing My Little Ponies, just to put that out there. <laughs> Well, I don't think I ever played My Little Ponies, but I do remember we used to dye Easter eggs sometimes mm. when we'd be around for Easter. Um, all red. I mean, <laughs> no, all different colors. He was he was not specific. It was Easter. We were good. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I remember. I mean, one time I I stayed with him while my parents were with my brother at a baseball tournament. I think that was in St. Louis. And he took me to the ballpark a couple days in a row. Um, and they were playing the Twins. And I I want to say it was like early 2000s, uh, around the time when um, Justin Morneau had won the MVP. Mm-hmm. And um, he had hit a fall ball. And we were up in um, the general manager's box. And I'm pretty sure we were at Old Bush. I was trying to remember this last night when I was thinking of stories. There's a lot of pressure for you in this. this (laughs) Yeah, I know. Um, And the foul ball came into the box, went in between me and my grandpa, made a dent in the wall, and I picked it up off the floor. And he's like, do you want me to get that signed? And I was like, really? You can do that? Because I'm pretty (laughs) sure he's like my favorite Twins player. Um, Him and um, Joe Maurer favorite twins players um and so he's like yeah i'll get it signed for you and so i I think that's amazing because it almost shows that you didn't like know who red was at that point in time no i mean because grandpa he took me to the stadium to watch the game (laughs) but but to me it's like the twins should be like well can you get reds on the craft (laughs) you know i mean this is is a real hall of famer here Uh, (laughs) Well, he apparently knew the announcer for the twins. So he asked him and the next day, like my whole family was, we were, we were watching the game on TV and I think my grandpa was still at the ballpark. And, um, I want to say it was ESPN. It was, it was definitely a nationally televised game and the, the announcers were talking and he's like, yeah, I, I saw red go over to the twins dugout and talk to their announcer. And I forget his name at this time. Um, saying that it was his granddaughter's first baseball game and her first fly ball that she caught. And he was wondering if Justin would sign it. And I was like, I looked at my parents and I was like, oh my gosh, they're talking about me. And it sounds like I'm three (laughs) years old and it's my first game. And I'm pretty sure I was like 11 or 12. (laughs) But yeah, I still, I still have the ball. It's in a case and it's, it sits with, with our collection. (laughs) So how old were you when you could first spell Shandy's? Oh gosh. Um, 
I want to know how terrible kindergarten was for you, trying to write that out well, or something. Well, thankfully, that wasn't my last name. Right, but come on. <laughs> you know you know, um, he had to write it out. Probably. I thought I could spell it in grade school. I feel like I did a book report on him in, like, fourth grade and was pretty successful at spelling it. Oh, that is, that is such a cop. That's so easy for you. <laughs> That's that's kind of the best, though. I mean, you have, like, a built-in subject matter for every school project ever. <laughs> just yeah. that. And he had written his book, I think, around then, too. So I did there the book you, you just book. You plagiarized. <laughs> no, I actually you know, read it. <laughs> just got the, you know, the behind-the-scenes scoop of the book. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. You just change every red to grandpa, and it's, yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> do, you, do you still have that book report? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Maybe my parents do at home somewhere. If your parents are anything like my parents, they still have every school paper you ever wrote. <laughs> I don't doubt that. <laughs> so what, do you have any memorabilia of your grandpa's or uh, any Yeah, so, ooh, sorry. <laughs> um, a couple years, or a couple years, probably about seven or eight years ago, they did um, the bus ads for, with him on it and it said um, his number's retired but he's not so I've got that framed and signed up in our house um, I've got some jerseys and baseballs, his book and then um, some artist did a poster and it's got um, my grandpa, Mark McGuire Ozzy I think Lou Brock and Jack Buck on it and it's all signed by all of them so I've got that framed up in our house too uh, that's pretty cool. And I know I think that to everybody my, here. Yeah, that was probably like my favorite thing that we have. And I know my mom has some stuff that she'll pass on to my brother and I when the time comes. I know when she's been time, collecting right? two of everything. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. I was gonna ask how you were gonna divide that up. <laughs> and no, she's she's like I I didn't want there to be any problems. So I got two of everything. It's <laughs> like oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> that's smart thinking ahead. Well, there you go. Number two for red. So it works yeah, out. there you go. Perfect. Uh, his number two was retired in 1996. Do you have any memory of that at all? Um, a little bit. Uh, I remember because my grandma was still living and I remember us being at Old Bush in the dugout. And I just like was standing in the dugout in awe of being on the field because it was like the coolest thing ever. And then I was mad because they made all the grandkids sit in the grass. Oh. <laughs> just sit in the chair. <laughs> How unclassy Cardinals organization. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, I mean, there's, oh my gosh, how many were there at the time? There's nine or ten of us. I can't remember at the time. But that's like being banished to the kids' table at the coolest and, party ever. And they didn't get the <laughs> Barker loungers to watch them. I, I know. I know. And, and I remember kind of the ceremony. And then um, I think we actually have a copy of the flag that's, I think they're still flying over Bush. They were at Old Bush. Um, there was they had flags for all the retired numbers, and I know we have one of those. So did he ever talk with you? I know he talked to you about the game. Did he ever talk to you about his his own history? Did he ever tell stories from his playing days that he was passing on to you, or or just lessons? Um. Yeah. I mean, when we'd have family gatherings, like someone would always be like, "Hey, Grandpa," or "Hey, Dad," tell us about you know, such and such time. And, um, I'll probably tell it wrong, but I know a story that came up often was when, um, he was going to try out for the Cardinals, how he had to take the train up. He didn't have any money. So he slept on a park bench and, um, he had to, to, you know, tell this hot dog vendor, he'd pay him back the next day when he got his, I guess he got something for coming up to, um, try out. And, um, I mean, he and his his siblings grew up very, very poor. They were there were nine of them, um, so he he worked very hard for everything he got, and he loved baseball. I mean, he would skip school to play baseball with his siblings, and I mean that's all he wanted to do. So he he worked really hard to make his dream come true. How real is our perception of Red the person? I mean, it's, I mean, just from seeing everything that's been published or, you know, sent to me after he passed away, like everyone had a pretty accurate description of him. He's just a nice, genuine person. 
I mean, who would just, you know, stop for any fan, really take a picture, shake their hand, talk to them. I mean, that's I saw that and a lot of other people did, too. So as you were getting older, what was this like for you as, as the years went on and you were, you know, becoming an adult? And this was more apparent of of what he meant to people that, uh, you know, he gets applauded wherever he goes. Mm-hmm. What did that feel like for you? And I was just very proud of him. Like, I was proud to be his granddaughter because, I mean, not many people, like, get to see this kind of thing on a regular basis. I mean, they don't really have famous relatives or anything like that. And I was just very proud that he was my grandpa and, you know, proud that he had such, like, a good history and didn't have any of those, you know, scandals or anything like that. Sure. I mean, he stole a hot dog from the guy and had to pay him back. <laughs> and he did go back, but the guy was not there. Oh, Ooh, yeah. The, there it is. Convenient. <laughs> well, he, he, was, he was out of business by then. So. But the effort was made. The effort was right, made. Right, sure. <laughs> yes. So the Cardinals Hall of Fame opens in 2014, but I, I feel like he's Red Shandies. You knew who he was going to get in. So <laughs> it was. it's almost like... Did that have a lot of meaning that it was there or? Um, you know what? I actually really was not around when that happened. I was moving. Um, to you didn't Indiana. want to sit in the grass again. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, you know, I, I actually did not go to that. I'm pretty sure like my mom and probably my dad and her siblings did and probably some of my cousins, but I was actually not around for that, but I do remember like it being a cool thing that he was in that first, you know, class. And I mean, the, I mean, how could you not put him in first when he's got such a great career as a player and a coach? I mean, not to, to brag or anything, but you're allowed to, it's fine. It's kind of that's the whole point of all of this. (laughs) I mean, I feel like it's kind of obvious. Like you kind of have to put him in first. So what's your favorite memory of him? Do you have, do you have, when you close your eyes, is there like one moment that stands out? Not really. I mean, I just enjoyed all the time I got to spend with him, whether it be, you know, at our house or at the ballpark or even just going out to dinner. I just, I just enjoyed everything about him. He was such an, you know, he was such a good, kind hearted person. And I just enjoyed being around him all the time. What do you think he was most proud of as far as his career goes? Oh gosh. I don't, I mean, he is a very humble man. He didn't, I mean, he didn't really like to brag about anything. Um, and is I this mean, a trait that goes on in your family? Cause you've already been like, well, I don't want to brag about <laughs> red shandies. Um, I was probably for the most part. Yes. Was there ever a moment where you wanted to name drop though? And be like, guys, do you know who my grandpa is? <laughs> Come on, Justin more now. Yeah. I mean, you know. yeah. Um, kind like kind of at his 90th birthday party because they had like all the players there and I was just I'm like standing there and I'm like oh my god I want to meet David Freese I want to meet you know Uh. whomever (laughs) and um, like anyone that was there and I was like I don't think they know that I'm his granddaughter I mean obviously I'm like standing over here by him like talking with him and being with my family but I'm like Oh, I wonder if I told him if I was his granddaughter, they'd like take a picture with me. <laughs> That's so funny because that was going to be my next question is, you know, was there anyone that you, you got to meet because of Red um, that, that you still uh, um, hold on to? Oh yeah. So one time at the, the um, hall of fame and it was when I was younger um, in the in like in the '90s, and who's the boss was a big deal. Tommy Lasorda brought Tony Danza as a guest, and like he was my favorite at the time. And so, <laughs> I'm pretty sure my mom had to chase him down and beg him to take a picture with me. But I do have a picture <laughs> with Tony Danza at the Baseball Hall of Fame. <laughs> okay, that's hilarious. Tony Danza played a former Cardinal. Yes, he did. <sighs> Small world that made comes that, full circle. That made that show legendary <laughs> to me. And here you are. And and he knew obviously who Red Shandies was. That's 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 <laughs> Yeah. That is pleasing the six year old more I, than you possibly know. I think I think he knew who he was. I, I just I remember the picture. I remember being like, Oh my god, it's Tony Danza, like he's my favorite. I love who's the boss. That's that's all I remember about that one. <laughs> that is hilarious. So yeah, what other traits of reds do you see within yourself? 
Um, I'm a hard worker. I like, I mean, I, I like to work and that, and that's how he was. I mean, he worked up until, I mean, probably about a year before he passed away. I mean, he was still going down to the ballpark, maybe not as frequently as he used to, but he definitely was still going down just to, to even watch, um, the guys do take batting practice and to watch a little bit of the game and, and just to be around them because I think it made him feel good too. Um, to be around younger guys who you could talk baseball with. Um, and obviously, like, I try to be humble like him. I mean, I don't, I just, I don't like like to brag or anything. This is your um, first podcast to to do this sort of thing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I I see those things, and um, you know, just he always his his one piece of advice to everyone was always do your best. And I think I try to live up to that as much as I can. Do you remember that from being a little kid? Was that, I mean, he told you that your entire life was do your best. Well, I actually, I actually, I don't know when I got the signed picture of him, but it says, um, I mean, it's, it's in my living room right now. And it says always do your best grandpa red. And I really, never, so yeah, he wrote that. Yeah. yeah. So I have it in writing and I've never seen him sign grandpa red on anything else. It's always been his, his name and the hall well after he's inducted hall of fame 89 yeah yeah i i have a few of his autographs that uh i had to pay money for but um, that's okay. <laughs> um yeah but it, actually i have one of his baseball cards and of course his, his name is so long that it curls up the side of the card i remember thinking yeah. like <laughs> well and just think of if he actually used his real first name albert sure right sure <laughs> which he used but to I mean... sign it very early um in his career but then he changed to red. Do you have a lot of other redheads in your family? Um, yeah, we have a few. Not we have. I think one of his daughters, and then a couple of his great grandkids. So you were you were blessed to know him for many years. Obviously, he passed away at ninety five, and I I think you said you're, you're thirty one. Mm-hmm. Um. This is this is the sort of situation where, as he's getting older, as he's getting in his his eighties, the the appreciation of just being around him must have started to to realize to you like this is this is a blessing that other people don't get, and I mean just from yeah. the grandpa level. Oh yeah, and I mean, even because around he started to have some health issues, like probably around his late eighties, early nineties, and I was like, you know, I better spend as much time as it with him as I can, because I don't know, you know, one, when I'll see him next, since I don't live in St. Louis anymore. And two, you know, he could pass away tomorrow from some random thing. So I, I really did try to spend as much time as I could when I was at home with him. And that's what made you the favorite granddaughter. (laughs) There's no favorites. (laughs) (laughs) But if there was. Right. Right. We didn't invite anyone else on here. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so what do you think is something that that feels like the public isn't aware of as much as you might be in, in being his granddaughter, a, a part of Red that um, maybe the public doesn't get to see as much? I mean, I feel like he's just pretty authentic with anyone. Um, I mean, he's really funny. He he would tell jokes or just funny stories about when he was he was growing up. Maybe I guess he would probably wouldn't tell those in public. As, yeah. As much, but well, well that, that's just, what we want. We want those. <laughs> Give us some of these jokes. Him and his brothers growing up and like all the mischief they get into. That was always that was always funny. Good. to hear about. Embarrass them. <laughs> no, no, I can't do that. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, next time we have you on, we'll have you on drunk or something like that. <laughs> well, that probably won't be for another like. <laughs> I know we got uh, we got another gotta... another generation. Uh, yeah. True. To, to contend with um, yeah. <laughs> so won't be for a while. <laughs> uh, that, that's fair. So um, one thing that. This always stands out just as such a striking visual for me is um, opening day for the Cardinals when all of the Hall of Famers are back and and nothing to me is the visual of the Cardinals legacy like 
Red and Stan always were. Mm-hmm. Um, and seeing them at opening day was always one of the the highlights, even from a distance. Even if I was just watching, you know, on television, uh, you get to see everybody else. But those are the two that I always yeah. felt like, you know, okay, now it's now it's opening day. Did you get yeah. to experience um, a little bit of what that was like, um, whether it was opening day or, mm-hmm. you know, kind of getting the sense that that Red and, and, you know, for a long time, Stan as well, kind of were that symbol for a lot of people? Was it, was it strange or was that something that you, um, you know, were aware of and had this, a similar impact for you? Yeah, I guess as I got older, it stopped being less strange. Um, but definitely as a kid, I'm like, you know, grandpa, he's down on the field. Like, what's, you know, what's the big deal? I mean, mm. he's, he's just my grandpa, you know? Um, but I know as, as I got older and started meeting more Cardinal fans and bloggers and all that stuff and becoming friends with them, like I kind of learned to appreciate that he was, you know, so beloved by everybody. Tell us some of your favorite tributes after Red Pass that you came across or found or, or stories that people might have told uh, you. Oh, gosh. Um I mean, after I posted that he had passed away, and it was, like, probably an hour before Shannon announced it on the, the radio. I mean, just, you know, the support and the, and the nice nice things that people were saying about him, like, just to me, um, were great. But then just reading all um, the tribute articles that, you know, local and national um, publications posted and seeing the comments of people, you know, telling their stories about my grandpa or just, you know, wishing our family well and saying what a great man he was. I mean, those just really touched me. And, you know, I had, it was like a little bit of a rough couple of weeks after that, just seeing everything and, and realizing that I wouldn't get to see him again. Um, so were they a comfort to you or was it almost like overwhelming? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was definitely like a lot of happy tears, like just seeing how much people loved him. Like I, there were no negative things in there whatsoever. And I, I think that's really hard to find these yeah. days when, when someone mm-hmm. of that caliber passes away. Yeah. 76 years in baseball and mm-hmm. nothing negative to say about him. I mean, right. that's, <laughs> so did you ever get to meet Stan yourself? I did. Um, when he was, you know, healthy and, and while he would be at spring training when we would go down, um, I don't know if many people know this about him, but he played the harmonica and he also did, (laughs) yeah, he also did. Um, I have a whole bunch of dollar bills rolled up into rings with his signature on it. So he used to do like, I guess it's magic trick. I don't know what you call it, but um, he used to do that for us kids. That's that's hilarious. We we have the impression on the outside. Sometimes these are just things people say because it's two public figures, you know. And you know, you don't mm-hmm. necessarily know the private figure that's the real best friend, but that that the two of them were best friends. Do you do you know that they were actually as close as we've heard they were? Oh, they definitely were. I mean, it, they would talk on the phone if they weren't together. They always enjoyed going out to dinner. I mean, even. Um, when my grandmother was still living, I mean, they would go out together as, as a couple with uh, Stan and Lil. And I know they always enjoyed those times with him. And I mean, it was, it was definitely an authentic best friendship. Was there ever a time when it was not easy? Um, when it was just kind of like, we're trying to actually go out to dinner, but people keep coming up or anything like that? Um, I don't really ever remember it being like overwhelming. I know like sometimes when we were leaving a restaurant and there'd be people like outside, like I, I remember a couple of times where I would get annoyed with people being like, like just coming, leaving their seats and coming up. And I'm like, I'm trying to take my grandpa home. I mean, he's tired. It's, it's late. <laughs> right. Sure. Especially, sure. you know, as he was getting older and, um, didn't like to stay out as late. So, <laughs> huh. But but you would definitely say your worst memory of that experience would be being forced to sit in the grass. <laughs> You're gonna keep bringing that up, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, that's that's the funny thing, right? When we talk about yeah. what is the perceptive of a family member versus a crowd member. Now, oh, yeah. obviously, we're young, but the rest of us would have killed to sit in the grass there. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No, yeah, that was that was probably the worst thing ever. <laughs> Do you feel like you watch baseball differently because of your experience with him? 
Um, sometimes, because I think I picked up a little bit on his, his mannerisms when he was watching, like, looking more, um, like, how the batter's standing in the box or what pitches the pitcher's throwing and being like, mm, I bet he can hit this one in the small little blooper in the, into the shallow outfield and um, score a run. And uh, I think I kind of picked up on some of that from watching with him. You could be a hitting coach, is what you're saying. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that, but <laughs> maybe an analyst. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> so is there anything besides baseball that was of interest to him that just got him really excited, passionate? Mm, I mean, he loved his family. He would. He loved, like, getting pictures from us and artwork from his great grandkids and he loved he loved when his great grandkids came over and when he finally got a smartphone and he figured out how to you know he figured out where the videos lived um I know a couple of my cousins sent like a couple videos and he would play those all the time he loved loved that interesting so how are you going to explain him to your future young children a good question I mean I, d- I want definitely will have memorabilia up for them to see and I'll just say your grandpa was a big deal for for a lot of people um and that's why you have to be Cardinals fan yeah, exactly <laughs> that's that's the one team I put my foot down on with my husband he can't have anything else but baseball uh-huh. it's Cardinals <laughs> is he so, is he a fan so, of an opposing team uh, he's a Yankees fan okay uh, all right okay. well <laughs> We should end it here and cut that last part. Uh, I can edit that out. It's okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what do you think it was like uh, for him? I mean, you guys yeah. start dating and stuff like that, and here's Red Shandies uh, in the background. How, how do you – I mean, he doesn't – did he know that upon starting dating you, or how does that even get brought up? <laughs> how do you yeah, drop that well, into the conversation? Right. By we the way. We were both living in St. Louis at the time, and, and that's something that we had talked about before, like, we – got serious and stuff and we started going to some games and I'd be like oh yeah my grandpa will get us tickets and we can go and um I mean he like he thought it was cool and then <laughs> like all the people that would be around when we go to opening day I mean it, it was really a good experience for him because he would have never gotten close to some of these people before yeah. so it's it's just kind Even of a, a Yankees cool thing. fan can appreciate it. <laughs> yep. Well, he, he was mad because Joe Torrey came to my grandpa's funeral and he, he didn't get to meet him. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> That's funny. So tell me you still have the ability to pick up the phone at any time and, and get better than grass seats there. <laughs> Um, maybe I don't. I don't know. I'd have to talk to my mom about that one. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I think you should probably right after this. <laughs> maybe not something you thought about, but yeah, this is um, yeah. actually. Uh, I'm uh, on Twitter. I'm friends with uh, Rogers Hornsby the Fourth. Oh yeah. And he says that when they come in town, you know, they they make the Cardinals aware, and it's yeah. it's really cool because the Cardinals still honor those legends and their families like that. So yeah, you they're know. they're really good about that. I mean, I I think I had mentioned to you um, on Twitter that I worked for them in uh, 2010 for a season, um, and I used to help out with like special events or when player families would come, and and they really do um, appreciate the value of a player's family, even if they're not with us anymore. That's so it's really comforting. Well, I don't know if comforting is the right word, but the history and legacy of the St. Louis Cardinals, of which uh, maybe embodies red more than anyone, um, it means so much to the fans. Mm-hmm. It's heartening to know that the front office, it means the same or that they recognize that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, it's the, the once a cardinal, always a cardinal Um or twice a cardinal for Matt Adams sort of legacy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Do you have a favorite game that you remember growing up and seeing? Um. Oh, the the David Freese um, home run in the World Series game. 
Were you there? That. I was there. I was 2011. Crying. Yeah, 2011. Yeah. I was crying in the seats because it was like the most amazing moment ever. <laughs> were you with your grandpa at that point, or you were just in the seats yourself? No, I was. We were just with our family. My grandpa was either probably in the general manager's booth or he'd probably gone home. He usually liked to leave in the seventh inning. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, so there's a chance he missed the David Gray's home run. You that need to find this out tonight. <laughs> in I cannot believe it. <laughs> I would, I would be hard pressed to think he would leave at a world series game. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's probably true. That seems fair. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you gotta beat the traffic, man. Right. I mean, seeing this traffic's brutal. So what was your last really good memory of him? Um, probably, I mean, just probably celebrating his 95th birthday. I mean, that was the last time I saw him in really good health and really happy. And um, I mean, not that he wasn't happy after that, but definitely like back to his normal self at that point. At 95. Should we mm -hmm. all be so lucky to be know. our normal, healthy self at 95? <laughs> I know. I mean, he just, like, I was, like, when he was starting to get, like, closer to that, I was, like, this man's never going to go away, is he? And then, you know, it just, something, something clicks, and it just, it was time. So he knew it. Everyone else knew it, and he went the way he wanted to. So that was, that was good for him and obviously pretty sad, but. He's he's in a good place now. He's playing baseball up in heaven with with all the old timers and <laughs> probably still, you know, commenting on every right. at bat. Oh yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt that. <laughs> so what do you want us to know? Or what what do you hope lives on about his legacy? I mean, just, just how great of a player and coach he was and how hard of a worker he was and I mean, obviously the landscape is so different today. I wish it would be more like back when he played because there was no, you know, social media. There was no extra drama. There was no fighting over salaries and stuff like that. All these guys just wanted to play baseball. And I kind of wish, I mean, not that there aren't guys like that, but I kind of wish more players today were like that, where they just mm -hmm. wanted to play baseball. But he has such an imprint on the Cardinals. I don't. It's one of those things where you know he was around and mm -hmm. and everybody spoke so highly of him. You know that that they could feel that within him. Yeah. And it makes you wonder about the Cardinals, the future, about who else is going to be able to pass on that sort of yeah, just feeling that's that's there. Yeah. No. And I def I definitely think there are some guys in the clubhouse that that do carry on that tradition and hopefully pass it on to the others. I would imagine any of those guys that had the opportunity to interact with Red had mm -hmm. to have picked up on that. Oh, sure. You gotta, oh, you I'm sure. Anyone would have jumped at it. Yeah. I mean, like, for example, if you're somewhere and Joe Torre is your hero, you're going to try to meet Joe Torre. <laughs> right. <as much>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jump at that. Yeah. So. That's great. Um, but they were probably seated in the grass and it was hard yeah, to get Yeah, you know. <laughs> I'd, I maybe the, there was a better view from the grass. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we were in front, so no, there you go. See, silver <laughs> lining to the to the grass situation. Um, one thing that I think is so, uh, I don't know if missing is really the best way to explain it, but you mentioned um, guys that just play because they love to play. I think the loyalty factor is something that's mm -hmm. so different in the the you know, the way baseball is now as a business compared to the old days. Um, mm -hmm. The reason that I'm a Cardinals fan is that my dad grew up in St. Louis, but his dad actually um, went to a tryout with the Cardinals, was offered a walk-on contract, um, but would have ended up playing minor league baseball somewhere with the chance of being traded because they had a guy named Bill White that was pretty good at the time that played ahead oh, of Bill him. White. Pretty yeah. good. He was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, so uh, he didn't want to take the risk of being traded to another team. So he turned wow. down the offer. Um, I always think there's something so fascinating about that generation of baseball players who were such, I mean, we talk about team first guys now and it's a completely, plus. yeah, where, you know, this is their team, this is who they are. And, you know, I not that I'm trying to project that sort of, um, 
mindset, but I, I feel like with Red and with Stan and with the way that their careers developed, um, you know, you get that sense of this is their team and this is their city. And I think that's mm-hmm. what makes it generationally so easy for people like me who never got a chance to see him play still mm-hmm. think of him as one of my favorite Cardinals because that's just who he was. Yeah. Yeah. So, so on that though, he was traded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so now he's got to play for this. Are you aware of those years at all? Did he ever speak of those? I mean, he's actually <laughs> the in, dark years, <laughs> right? Sure. But he was, he's in the Milwaukee Braves yep. like Hall of Honor role, yeah. I think is what it's called over there. And it's kind of like, oh, okay, you so, know. I'm... I actually lived in Milwaukee for almost five years while I was in college. I went to Marquette, and you lived I was... everywhere. Okay. Yeah, I have. I really, really have. <laughs> um, why I was up there, the Milwaukee Braves team, I think it was the 50th anniversary of that World Series team, 2007, I think. Um, and I actually got to go to that celebration. And I cannot remember for the life of me if Hank Aaron came or not. I want to say he was there. Um, but it was, it was a cool experience because, I mean, that team – doesn't really have a lot of well-known players on it and they won won the world series um but it was just cool to see them on like everyone was on an equal playing field it didn't really matter if you're red shandings or you know and i can't even remember the guy's name i want to say his name was sparky but that doesn't sound like i don't know no it's not him (laughs) um but I mean, they all just, they were all together and they all, they were talking about stories from that year. Um, and I mean, he didn't play with that team for very long. Um, I think he got traded in the middle of the season. Some, I can't remember if it was a full season or if it, he was, I know he wasn't there for very long after that either. But yeah, they had, they had Hank here and they had uh, Eddie Matthews on the team um, and the aging Bobby Thompson, Joe Adcock played for them but uh you can let your husband know frank tory was the first <laughs> oh that i did not remember see there but, you go you probably met him and didn't think anything of it. i i it's possible i mean they had almost the whole team that was you know able to travel and still living at this banquet mm-hmm. um and it was i mean it was just really cool to see them all celebrate that together so and that's i, I there's the part of red right that People aren't going to realize as he has. He did have that nine years away. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I, I'm going to say this. I don't, I don't even know if you're aware of it. Do you know he used to coach for the Oakland A's? Yep, I did. Oh, good. Okay, there you go. Yeah. And that he was offered the manager spot. Oh, you know, I read it. I wrote it in the article you just read today, so never mind. Yeah. Um, but you maybe <laughs> you knew that. But that's when you're talking about the loyalty. Yeah. He turned down managing the Oakland A's because he wanted to coach, not manage, yep. but coach for the Cardinals. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, I, I have heard very little about that time, but um, I it's know that he time. really, really loved. I mean, he really loved St. Louis. He loved being there. He loved the city, the people. And I mean, I, I think the tradition of baseball is just so ingrained in that town that that's what made him love it even more. Yeah, that is that to me is that's a special story um, because you don't blame anyone, you know, mm-hmm. for taking the big job and stuff like that. And, right. he was and the, kind of like Tara was talking about, I don't want to be traded. I'm going to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Just amazing. Right. Right. So I, we've had you for over an hour or I don't even know if we have, cause we had so many Skype problems, but <laughs> um, uh, almost an hour. Is there any last words or thoughts or, or things that you, you want to share about them? Any other memories or stories? Um, I mean, I just, I think everyone's perception of him is just spot on. And I hope that, you know, they keep his memory alive and keep the, the tradition of baseball alive and well in St. Louis. And you would say his advice again, or always, oh, always do that? your best, always do your best. I like the idea of having that as like the red Shandy's line. Yeah. You know, no, and I mean, he's. With- he sat it on multiple occasions and, you know, I always, I always try to do my best in everything I've done. And, 
in hope to be successful like he was. And I think that's ah. so telling to the way that he went about, um, you know, the career part of his life that mm-hmm. we all saw, but from the sounds of things, um, you know, everything else in his life too, as far as his, his family and his relationships and his friendships. And um, that is, uh, that that like you said, I feel like it's just the genuine version, the picture that we have in our heads. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it, everything that you've told us sort of confirms that and... Uh, that's a that's a pretty rare thing, I think. So we're we're really, yeah. really glad to have had the chance to talk to you. Um, I don't know any final thoughts, final questions from uh, from you, cards, cards. No, I just want to say that I, I really do feel like the the authenticity and the character of Red Shandies. Uh, when you look at why athletes are loved, they're often loved for their athletic prowess, of which Red obviously did. He had a hurt eye, that mm-hmm. and and overcame it to become a Hall of Fame player. I mean, well, that and that's tuberculosis. So and tuberculosis, right. <laughs> yeah. Just right. that little, um, little yeah. bit on the radar. You got a, a letter from Dwight Eisenhower. Do you know if that's still in the family somewhere? You know what? I don't. You got to figure that's another. I, you have given you a lot of assignments. Tonight, <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't, I don't see. I don't remember it being in any of the memorabilia that they auctioned off um, after he passed away. Um, but I don't ever remember seeing it in the house at all Hmm. well so it's possible he had it and it's possible it's still around i just don't know who has it (laughs) (laughs) i I, well i can't imagine you know any letter from the president that's gonna be like okay you know Mm -hmm. keep it for a few days and throw it away like regular letter um but but red is someone who is who has the athletic prowess has the, the numbers has the world series rings um but really i believe the reason he's been loved since the very beginning is for his character and his, his work ethic, mm-hmm. which has always been, you know, the quote unquote sort of cardinal way the, the mm-hmm. guy who sleeps on the bench to get in there. And that's uh, a, it is, it's a, it, it must feel weird to be you and, and be through this all the time, but it's a sincere pleasure to get to talk with you about him yeah. uh, because uh, you're, you're not going to, um, you're not going to find many other, legends to get a behind the scenes look that are going to mean more to Cardinals fans like us mm-hmm. than, than Red Shanties. Um, and, you know, we're the people that know the history back and forth. We're the fervent Cardinals fans that, that know all the crazy stuff. <laughs> and uh, and that it, it just makes him more of a legend. So I, I very much appreciate uh, your time. And And there's some sort of exit music going on right now. <laughs> oh, there's supposed to be exit music now too. Come on, no, you no, I just heard oh, something. Oh. I don't know. Did you guys not hear it? I heard something. I, no, I, I think you're okay. hearing things. Right. <laughs> we'll have to work on the exit music, but nonetheless, um, you know, to that point, Mary, I feel like you've, uh, in some ways, had to share your grandpa your whole life <laughs> with all of Cardinals <laughs> Nation. But um, we're really glad that you shared a little more with yeah. us today. So, well, thank you for having me. This is this is fun. Absolutely. And if you know any other relatives of Cardinals players, <laughs> you can tell them yeah. how how painless. Right. This tell them are. we're not scary. <laughs> we're all in this secret club together. Oh, no, yeah. okay. See, now we're getting it. <laughs> sure. There's a Facebook group out there. Yeah, you know. There probably is. Ooh, that's that's a good I'm point. Just not in it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we don't want to take up any more of your time. We will let you go. But uh, okay. thanks again. Yeah. Best thank of you luck guys. With thank you. Thanks.